I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. baby who died earlier this year in the district was killed. A verdict of guilty in the case of a crash caused by an area driver going more than 100 miles an hour. I'm Mike Marillo. Pre-trial detention in Fairfax County. What the data show. I'm Dick Iuliano. Gains on Wall Street at the closing bell on Wednesday. Good morning. Welcome in. 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Georgia Republican Senate candidate Herschel Walker's denying new accusations that he paid for a second woman to have an abortion about 30 years ago. The woman called the GOP Senate nominee who is staunchly anti-abortion a hypocrite and said she was not coming forward for political reasons. I do not believe that Herschel is morally fit to be a U.S. senator. I'm done with this foolishness. Walker played down the allegations on the campaign trail along with South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. CBS News correspondent Nicole Killian. Now to the West Coast where there has been, there have been numerous arrests in a joint federal and local crackdown on drug smuggling, specifically. Two separate busts in Arizona and Oregon brought in more than 18 pounds of the drug. Fentanyl, which is usually disguised as more expensive drugs, is also one of the deadliest. In 2021, Colorado saw an almost 70% increase in fatal fentanyl overdoses from 2020, more than 900 deaths. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti, law enforcement also seized heroin and weapons. With the nation's economy dealing with both inflation and signs of a slowdown, the possibility of a strike against the nation's freight rail lines is now back after earlier deadline agreements seem to have made that go away. Two railroad unions have rejected contract agreements announced then. You would see a lot of shippers scrambling to find alternate moves. You'd see a lot more uh, people trying to move goods via truck and other ways, um, and you would probably see those rates start to rise relatively dramatically because there would be much more competition for space on semi-trucks if the trains aren't running. Gregory D. Young is an associate professor of operations management at Southern Illinois University. Overseas, the Russian president watched nuclear military exercises use the occasion to issue new threats. Correspondent Holly Williams. Vladimir Putin watched the exercises by video link. He's openly threatened to use nuclear weapons. And he repeated Russia's accusation that Ukraine could be planning to detonate a radioactive device, a so-called dirty bomb. The U.S. calls the allegation transparently false. What do you do if you win the Powerball jackpot that is now estimated at about 800 million bucks? First thing I do is get a lawyer and a financial advisor and then check with the foundations that are available. And then I'm going to give part of that away so it'll go to a good use. Fair enough. Nobody had the winning numbers about 100 million bucks ago. That was last night. Asian markets are mixed. After hours trading on U.S. market futures, trending considerably higher. Tom Foti, CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 
Virginia is for families, all sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. WTOP at 203. Thursday morning, October 27th, 2022. Clear, quite breezy this overnight early morning. Low holding in the 50s as we head towards daybreak. We're at 58 in our nation's capital right now. And a good Thursday morning. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin with a sad story this morning. The death of a newborn baby girl locally in D.C. happened earlier this year. It's now been ruled this week a homicide. D.C. police say this morning no one has been charged. Storm Serenity Frazier was her name. She was just one and a half months old when she was found unconscious in a home located on 61st Street Northeast in January, pronounced dead later on. The medical examiner's office says this morning Storm died of injuries consistent with an assault. The little baby was the youngest homicide victim in the district this year. He is accused of going more than 100 miles an hour locally on the GW Parkway and causing a crash that cost a motorcyclist his leg. Now this Alexandria band has been found guilty in this case by a federal jury. Back on April the 8th, witnesses say 26-year-old Manulik Mannard was speeding in his Toyota Camry down the George Washington Parkway during the afternoon. They thought he was going close to 120 miles an hour when he neared Fort Hunt and slammed into a motorcycle. The crash sent the motorcyclist flying more than 30 feet into the air and the bike sliding almost 100 yards down the road. The 20-year-old motorcyclist lost their leg in the crash and had to have steel rods put into both arms and their back. After hearing federal prosecutors lay out their case, a jury found Maynard guilty of assault resulting in serious bodily injury, reckless driving, and speeding. He now faces 10 years in prison when sentenced in January. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. There was also a bad crash this week in Oatlands. A man fighting for his life this morning at Fairfax Hospital locally. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office says a Toyota Camry, the man was driving, apparently crashed with a tractor trailer on John Mosby Highway in Oatlands Plantation Lane. Fairfax County Prosecutor says his team is doing everything it can to keep violent offenders off the streets. And they have the data, they say, to prove it. Critics complain that reforms in the office of the Commonwealth's attorney have resulted in violent offenders set free while facing charges. But Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney Steve Descano says the data demonstrate a different story. The bottom line is that we are recommending that judges hold people that are a danger to our community while we are recommending release for those who don't represent a danger to our community. The Commonwealth's attorney's new online data dashboard covers bond hearings the first six months of the year and show that prosecutors sought detention in 76% of the cases of violent felonies and judges agreed to detain 48%. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 2.06 Thursday morning. Word this morning is the doctor who's been nominated to be Montgomery County's health officer, has deep roots in the community where she was born and raised. Saying her grandfather's grandfather, newly out of slavery, helped build one of the first schoolhouses for children of color in Montgomery County. The legacy of service in my family goes back to just after the Civil War. Dr. Keisha Davis is a family physician focused on holistic community health. And for me, this position is coming full service of being in service to the county and the people that are here. Nominated by Montgomery County's executive, the county council's interview and vote on Davis to be the county health officer is expected November 15th. Christy King, WTOP News.
Good Thursday morning, October 27th. It's 2.07 on WTOP. An update on traffic and weather coming right up. Find out about who's running for office while you're running to the office. Count on WTOP for the latest updates in all the key races and the stories behind the big issues. Left or right, you'll be in the middle of it. WTOP News, Washington's election station. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Welcome in Thursday morning, where the time now on WTOP is too Slow Slower clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Driving and weather on the eights and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Uh, good morning, Dean. Right now, a busy morning on the Beltway in Virginia. First on the outer loop, the work zone actually begins just south of River Road, extends across the Legion Bridge, takes you all the way to a point just beyond the bridge for Georgetown Pike. Uh, single file to the left gets you by the work zone. It did have traffic stopped on the work zone, but it's moving again and delays have eased somewhat getting into and through the work zone. So that's some good news. Beyond that, only other thing in your way is on the outer loop ramp to go west on 66. That ramp is closed. It's exit 49. As a result of the work zone, you're diverted up to Route 50 to work your way back. On the inner loop of the Bellway, working between Route 50, Arlington Boulevard, and I-66. And there you get by the work zone, two lanes to the right. And again, down uh, to a single right lane on the inner loop between the Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. Uh, heads up for some delays from time to time there as well. Now, if you're traveling at 95 in Virginia, southbound between 123 and the Prince William Parkway, single left lane gets you by. Maryland side of 95, southbound approaching the south entrance to the Baltimore Beltway exit 49. There you get by the work zone, two lanes left, and beyond that, nothing else in your way. Headed down toward the Capitol Beltway, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, northbound, working up in uh, Anne Arundel County, headed into Baltimore County as you approach and pass West Nursery Road. A uh, single right lane through the work there, but as of late, delays have eased. Uh, westbound span of the Bay Bridge closed for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, then westbound 50 between Baydale Drive and the beginning of the Seven River Bridge. Single file left through the milling and paving. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of days for you. After a cold front move through, we're going to start to see some changes in our weather. Say goodbye to the moisture. Say goodbye to the cloud cover. We'll see some sunshine and some drier air. It's going to be a little breezy on our Thursday. So starting off on a little bit of a cool note early in the day. Temperatures in the 40s in most suburbs, low 50s in the city. High temperatures in the 60s, low 60s for the most part, 65 in the city. Now on Friday, it's going to be a cold start. Temperatures in the 30s and 40s by the afternoon. Highs only in the upper 50s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist. Just a camera. 57 in DuPont Circle, 54 Germantown this morning, 56 in Annandale, 58 in Holding in our nation's capital. This 2 a.m. hour check on WTLP Thursday morning, October 27th, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Latest from the campaign trail next on WTLP. Stay with us. From Washington to Kiev, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 24-7-365, 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
To understand what makes Diamonds Direct so different than other jewelry stores, you have to go back 60 years, when a diamond cutter in Israel became well known for his exceptional craftsmanship. His diamond cutting business flourished for decades. Then his sons got involved and started selling these exceptional diamonds to upscale jewelry stores here in America. Then, after a few years, these wholesalers changed the game and started selling these precious diamonds direct to the public at the same prices they had sold to the jewelry stores. The no middleman concept became an instant success and Diamonds Direct was born. Today, Diamonds Direct provides that extraordinary value to people all over America, leading the industry with the highest quality diamonds that still come straight from the best cutters, offered at the guaranteed best prices, period. Diamonds Direct, a truly revolutionary concept with a unique history rooted in quality, committed to excellence, and always focused on value. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 212. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this early hour. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. It is the U.S. Senate race that could decide the balance of power in the chamber come next year. This morning, we're talking about Democrat John Fetterman versus Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. In a debate just this week in Harrisburg, they started with why individually they are running. First, to Dr. Oz this morning. I want to bring civility, balance, all the things that you want to see because you've been telling it to me on the campaign trail. And by doing that, we can bring us together in a way that has not been done of late. And veteran says he's running for everyone who's ever been knocked down in Pennsylvania and who has gotten back up to fight another day. I had a stroke. He's never let me forget that. And I might miss some words during this debate, mush two words together, but it knocked me down, but I'm going to keep coming back up. This morning, Politico co-founder John Harris with some analysis. Sure, at times it was even painful to, uh, uh, to, to listen to him try to struggle for the right word or to miss a word. And, of course, his campaign had laid the expectations for that. They said, look, this is not going to be his format. He struggled uh, because of the stroke he had with auditory processing. Uh, but it doesn't have anything to do with his, uh, his mental acuity or his ability to serve. We'll see if Pennsylvania voters found that uh, convincing. It's obviously a very, very tight race and a critical race for control of the Senate. For all the struggles that Fetterman had, Dr. Oz wasn't gaff-free either, especially, at least in the eyes of some, in this answer to a question about a federal abortion rights ban. I want women, doctors, local uh, political leaders, letting the democracy that's always allowed our nation to thrive to put the best ideas forward so states can decide for themselves. Is that uh, something that could be bad for Dr. Oz here? Well, this race, and there's actually many others, uh, Sean, around the country are going to be a test of that. Uh, Democrats believe, and they've got polling and some of the uh, earlier results this year, uh, to suggest that the abortion issue is going to be a real uh, advantage for them. Um, you know, I, I, there's some other Democrats who say, look, we've, over, uh, we've overplayed that, and other issues like the inflation and the economy are going to be stronger. But you can bet we're going to be hearing a lot about that answer. Um, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Federer and Democrats would say it's not up to local officials. It's up to women to make that choice for themselves. You mentioned Fetterman. Let's just go back to that for a second. That Pennsylvania race is so critical, as are a few other states, Georgia, Nevada. How do you see it right now in terms of chances for Democrats and Republicans? You know, Hillary, it's so hard to tell because this is a different election we're seeing in registration and early voting that looks like turnout is going to be off the charts. Uh, so that shows a highly motivated uh, electorate and likely a very polarized one. Um, 
because there's so much absentee voting and early voting, uh, it's hard for me to know how much stock uh, to put in this general sense that the, the, the momentum is actually shifting toward Republicans. We see the polls uh, tightening up. Ordinarily, you'd say, look, that looks like a, a, a kind of a difficult close for Democrats. But remember, a lot of people have already voted. And uh, unusual in a midterm election, people are really uh, have intense feelings, highly polarized, highly motivated election. That's Politico co-founder John Harris with analysis on debates this week, talking the air with Sean and Hillary. Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. WTOP Sports Time, 2.15. Once again, let's check in with Rob this morning. The Capitals return to the ice in Dallas, sporting the best record in hockey over the last three seasons. And Connor Sheary thinks there's a correlation between that and the Caps being the second oldest roster in the NHL. I, I think we talk a lot about being a veteran team. I think sometimes when you're a younger player, you, you get a little intimidated by the road. Teams usually come out hard in their building, and you got to kind of weather their storm. And with the age of our team and the experience that we have, I think we just approach every game the same, and hopefully we can continue that. A positive sign at Wednesday's morning skate. Nick Backstrom and Tom Wilson both on the ice before practice, signaling a step toward returning from injury. The Washington Commanders go to Indianapolis once every 80 years, so fourth-year receiver Terry McLaurin gets his first chance at playing against his hometown team. I try to do a good job of just focus on what's really important. Winning this game is the most important thing, but I'd be lying if I say it's not kind of cool to be able to go back to where I grew up, kind of where my affinity of football started. Read more on Terry's ties to the Colts on WTOP.com. Fellow receiver Jahan Dotson remained sidelined at Wednesday's practice, as was Cole Holcomb. Even Coach Ron Rivera was out dealing with a family matter in California, leaving Jack Del Rio to run practice. The Ravens have already ruled out Calais Campbell for Thursday night football in Tampa Bay due to illness. And ahead of next week's NFL trade deadline, the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles reportedly sent a fourth-round pick to Chicago in exchange for veteran Bears pass rusher Robert Quinn. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 217 Thursday morning on WTOP. Top stories we're following for you this early hour. A second woman is accusing Georgia Republican Senate nominee Herschel Walker this week of pressuring her into having an abortion. It happened in 1993, she says, during a six-year relationship with the anti-abortion rights candidate and that Walker is unfit for office, she thinks. She did so anonymously, and he has denied the charge. Virginia's inspector general is looking this morning into the awarding of a six-figure contract for the production of state tourism videos. It went to the same exact outfit that produced Governor Glenn Youngkin's campaign ads, and the IG says they want to know if all state laws were actually followed in that procedure. The accused shooter at Virginia's Bridgewater College in February of this year found mentally fit this week to stand trial. 27-year-old Alexander Campbell is accused of killing two officers. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time now, this Thursday is 2:18. Good morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, first to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. At right, last check, they still have westbound lanes Route 7 block near Bailey's Crossroads at Carlin Springs Road as a result of a serious crash involving a pedestrian that remains under investigation. Again, all traffic diverted there as a result. It's an easy workaround because Carlin Springs Road takes you to Columbia Pike. Then you can rejoin Route 7 from that point. So there's not much of a delay, but just be aware you're still being uh, redirected there. Eastbound 7, all lanes have been open all along. Now, if you're traveling on 66, eastbound approaching 234 Sudley Road, single file left through the work zone. 
Uh, then between 29 and 28 in Centerville, the work zone blocks a single right lane. Between the Fairfax County Parkway and Route 50, Fairfax, single left lane to the work. And down to a single left lane again between Nutley Street and the Beltway. And don't forget, left exit, which takes you to the inner and outer loop express lanes. That exit closed as part of the work zone. Westbound 66 as you approach and pass over the Beltway. Down to a single right lane to the work zone. And keep in mind, around from the outer loop to go west on 66. That remains closed as part of the work zone. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of days for us and some cooler weather making its way in. It's been fairly mild the last couple of days with a lot of moisture, cloud cover as well. Now we're seeing the drier air move in, the cooler air move in, and we'll see sunshine for the next couple of days. Still pretty nice out there on our Thursday. Temperatures in the 40s to low 50s, waking up, stepping out the front door during the afternoon. Highs in the low to mid 60s. So a nice afternoon, a little bit on the breezy side, so that'll add a little bit of a chill in the air, but still a uh, pretty nice afternoon. Friday morning, going to be a cold one, starting off with the upper 30s to low 40s in most of the suburbs to high temperatures, getting up and only in the upper 50s, possibly 60, but that's it. On Saturday, more of the same. Cold start, nice afternoon, upper 50s to low 60s, and we'll see high temperature of 64 on Sunday. More clouds, slight chance of shower late in the day. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 57 degrees at Reagan National this morning, 55, BWI Marshall, also 57 at Dulles, 58 here in our nation's capital, and holding this check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. Good morning. Welcome in. 221 on WTOP. St. Joseph's Indian School is much more than a school for Native American children. It's like a family. Classes are fun here. I am learning about my culture. Since 1927, St. Joseph's Indian School has provided children the education, health care, and support they need to succeed. To help give our kids brighter futures, learn more at stjo.org today. This is WTOP News. Congressional Democrats have been playing political defense on the issue of inflation. And now some liberal House members this week are trying apparently to clean up a controversial related to a letter that was sent to President Joe Biden urging him at that time to alter policy on Ukraine and seek direct negotiations with Russia. This morning, WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller has more for us. This was a classic unforced error by the Congressional Progressive Caucus, and the letter has been withdrawn. The letter encouraged diplomatic efforts to end the war and was drafted this summer, and for whatever reason, it languished until now. Many lawmakers apparently signed on to it back then, but didn't realize it was going to be released this week by Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal, who's the head of the caucus. The letter also notes that if some kind of ceasefire could be reached, it might help drop oil prices and help with inflation. Maybe that was some of the thinking going on with release. This. Uh, some say, however, they wouldn't even sign it today, and these are people that actually signed the letter back this summer. Uh, it's been criticized by some other Democrats, including Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy, who's warned against sitting down with Russian leader Vladimir Putin. 
Well, now, also, this follows a statement that we heard from the House's top Republican last week suggesting that if the Republicans retake the House, they may also try to slow down the flow of aid to Ukraine. That's right. It seems like there's a real squeeze here, actually, from both wings of both parties. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said that Republicans would not go along with opening up what he called a blank check for aid to Ukraine, arguing it's part of too much spending that Democrats have been doing. House Republicans, uh, particularly the most conservative Republicans, have sent clear signals that at the very least they might try to slow down aid to Ukraine or more vigorously review the assistance going to Ukraine. Supporters of Ukraine worry about aid slowing during what could be a very difficult winter for the Ukrainian people. This must be sending some very conflicting and confusing messages to U.S. allies who have been helping Ukraine as well. What ultimately is the outlook for additional aid to Ukraine? Right, and that's a real big concern for the White House. Also, if Republicans take the House and possibly the Senate, aid is not expected to be cut off anytime soon. So right now, many Republicans, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, still feel strongly that military aid needs to keep going to Ukraine to make sure to keep pressure up on Putin, so there's going to be basically a foreign policy cleanup on aisle seven with this. And then during the lame session, late, lame duck session, there's a good chance more aid will actually be included in a spending bill. The big defense authorization bill will be coming up for consideration, and you can bet there will be a lot of discussion of aid for Ukraine. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller talking with Deb and Mark. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. After spending years in foster care, Lexi worried that she and her brother were too old to be adopted. Thankfully, the siblings were adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. I love teenagers. To see how brave Lexi was and how she opened herself up to being in a family, all of a sudden, she's holding my hand and calling me mom. It was really special. Every child, no matter their age, deserves to grow up in a safe, permanent home. Children at every age experience challenges. Teenagers are more complex than young children, but in the best ways. You're never too old for family. Learn how you can help children still waiting to be adopted from foster care at DaveThomasFoundation.org. WTOP News Time, now 2.25. Money News, each half hour, 25 and 55. A preview now of your business day this early Thursday morning right here on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. U.S. workers have made their feelings known. Most would rather work from home. Bosses have other ideas. Data from LinkedIn show the number of remote jobs is falling. 14% of jobs listed on its site last month were remote, down from 20% in February. But interest in those jobs is rising, attracting 52% of applications, up from 50% in February. We'll get a snapshot of the job market strength later today as the government reports on first-time jobless claims. Although claims are expected to have moved higher last week, they should still indicate job market strength. Elon Musk is at Twitter's San Francisco headquarters ahead of his expected acquisition of the company. He is expected to address Twitter's employees tomorrow amid speculation that he could cut 75% of the company's workforce, which currently numbers about 7,500. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Children in poverty. 
each one unique, each one full of dreams. They're our hope, our future. They're the reason Children International exists. And even when the whole world changed, the thing